everybody. Uh, my name is uh, Emanuele Sgamistera from the University of Calabria. And uh, today I want to talk to you about the uh, uh, last investigation we are doing uh, uh, recently in order to evaluate on machine memory alloy the effect of the fractured properties of nickel titanium based shape memory alloys uh, of the higher order terms in the Williams expansion, the investigation region near the crack tip, and the temperature. Even in this case, uh, uh, as well as uh, the last presentation did yesterday, uh, the technique we are going to use is a digital image correlation. So, the reason why we decided to start this kind of uh, uh, investigation is uh, that actually, as you know, it's really hard to investigate the fractured properties of uh, shape memory alloys due to the phase transformation near the crack tip. So there are several techniques uh, able to do something like that, like uh, finite element method, uh, modeling, uh, and uh, X-ray diffraction. But actually, about the effective uh, fractured properties of nickel titanium memory alloys, uh, there are still many lacks in literature. And uh, there are several results quite different uh, among them. So another aspect we are going to do is to validate an analytical model we developed in our department, where in order to describe uh, the effective stress evolution near the crack tip, you have to use two important parameters I will discuss later. And uh, with this uh, technique, the digital image correlation, we try to uh, actually investigate uh, and validate the value uh, we have to use in order to describe this stress evolution here. So the approach is mainly experimentally. And uh, we use the digital image correlation in order to investigate pseudo-elastic material for different operating temperatures uh, in uh, the range between 25 Celsius degrees and 65 Celsius degrees. So we investigated the different investigation region near the crack tip and different fitting procedures, strategies we, I will talk about later. Uh, after that, we uh, investigate this kind of shape uh, of the sample. We evaluated the important parameters I discussed later uh, in the modeling, uh, and uh, we validated uh, the model. We try to validate the model. Actually, this is a, a first uh, approach, uh, so our uh, preliminary results, and we are uh, uh, going to, to work about. Uh, so here we have the outline. So uh, I don't want to spend more uh, time to talk about nickel titanium memory alloys. People knows the properties. I will show you the material and the methods adopted, uh, results, and the conclusion and uh, future perspective. So, uh, you know, uh, negative dimension alloys uh, is very important for their capability to get solid phase transformation between austenite and martensite. Uh, and uh, for this reason, you have two important effects the elastic one and uh, the shape memory one. And uh, here we have many application fields uh, for this kind of alloy. So, here we have the typical uh, shape memory effect. So if you heat up, if you have a, a transformation from martensite to austenite, if you cool down, you have phase transformation from austenite to martensite. And here the phase transformation is uh, uh, due to the application of, of uh, an external load. So and you can have a big recovery in terms of the deformation around uh, 8 or 10%. And uh, this is actually the material that uh, we use. And as you can see from the stress and response, uh, is a pseudo-elastic one. And uh, from the thermogram, you can see that in the range we work, we are working uh, 25, 65 Celsius degrees, the material is still pseudo-elastic. Uh, and this is the sample. Uh, it's a single-edge crack uh, sample. Uh, we generated the notch with an NDR machine with a 0.1 millimeter of uh, uh, diameter. 
and uh, after that we started with fatigue tests in order to create uh, the crack till a length around uh, 3, 3.5 millimeter. Uh, okay, digital image correction is the technique uh, we use in our investigation. I discussed, uh, I discussed about yesterday about this technique. So, uh, with this kind of technique, you can uh, uh, actually evaluate the displacement field around uh, a crack tip or actually in a correlation region. So, I don't want to spend uh, more uh, words about that. And this is the typical experimental setup you need to perform an uh, uh, experiment with this kind of technique. So you need a sample, uh, a Wi-Fi source, lens, camera, and uh, a computer to connect and manage everything. And this is actually uh, what we need. So uh, our investigation region is very close to the crack tip. And uh, uh, <coughs> with this technique, we are able to investigate on the displacement field that you are going to record around the crack tip. So we performed several tests at different operating temperatures in this range and uh, the maximum load is around 300 Newton and uh, uh, we fix the temperature using a Peltier cell and we check it, control it uh, using uh, a thermocouple. This is the typical load unloading test we performed and uh, during the test in order to uh, measure the displacement field you have to take pictures. So the first one is the reference one at zero load and after that uh, it depends on how many pictures you want, of course. Uh, you can take several pictures during the load, during the unload. And uh, this is a typical uh, uh, picture you can get from the maximum load. And here, actually, there is the crack uh, completely open for the 300 Newton uh, of load. Uh, the other approach uh, we use in our investigation is the analytical model I discussed uh, later, uh, before. Uh, developed in our department uh, and uh, with this model we are able to identify actually the evolution uh, of the uh, stress around the crack, uh, the crack tip using uh, an approach uh, like Irwin, you know, the Irwin approach. And here you can see you have uh, the elastic response of the austenitic phase, here you have uh, the phase transformation and here you have the elastic response of the martensite Martin phase. With this model uh, following this flowchart, you can calculate actually this stress evolution uh, that is governed by the K1, uh, K1 of the austenite parameter. And here, uh, the stress evolution is governed by uh, the K1 of the Martin Civic phase. So, with our approach, uh, with the digital image correlation, our idea is to try to calculate uh, experimentally these values that actually are. Uh, uh, important parameter in order to describe this kind of evolution. Uh, if you perform an experimental test using the digital image correlation, you are able to get this kind of results in terms of displacement field, vertical displacement field. And uh, of course, to get this very smooth data, you need to optimize many parameters like uh, the speckle pattern, image resolution, uh, fitting region, uh, and several parameters of the code you are going to use. Uh, and uh, starting from the displacement field, what we did in order to calculate the K1 uh, at the crack tip is actually a fitting procedure. So you start from the experimental results, the blue one, and you compare these results with the uh, analytically predicted by the Williams expansion. Uh, if you fit these results, we are able to evaluate the most important parameter of the fracture parameter. I mean, the stress intensity factor. Uh, in this case, we are able to 
giving input more parameters than one. I mean, uh, you can uh, improve the approximation that actually the linear elastic fracture mechanic gives. Uh, we actually introduce only the T-stress, the second term. And here you have uh, the uh, rigid rotation and the rigid translation that actually we calculated in order to uh, uh, evaluate the, um, the efficiency of the procedure. Because actually when you perform an experimental test, the typical results is this one, with rigid rotation and rigid displacement. Uh, so, as you can see, the fitting procedure uh, works very well. I mean, you are able to get a good comparison between experimental and analytical uh, results. And uh, it's to be that the fitting is very well suitable in evaluating the effective fracture properties of the alloy. I'm telling you effective because actually uh, you are calculating the stress intensity factor starting from the real displacement field that the material is going to experience. So, uh, in order to calculate the K1 far away from the crack tip and the K1 uh, close to the crack tip, so we investigated two different uh, regions. Our bigger one, uh, where we use the uh, Williams uh, expansion, uh, giving input even the second term, the T stress. In the other case, uh, because we are very inside the, uh, the, pit, the, the um, because we are very close to the crack tip, so close to the process zone, we use only uh, the first parameter. So this is what we actually did. This is uh, the smaller zone, this is the bigger zone, and here you can see the difference in terms of results. So if you are very close to the crack tip, of course, the introduction of the T-stress, uh, or if you uh, want to delete it, uh, of course, the results is not very different. But if the, the, the zone is very big, in this case, you can see that if you will not introduce the T-stress terms, of course, far away from the process zone, uh, the results tend to, uh, they don't give you a convergence, of course. And uh, here, these, uh, these are uh, the K1 we calculated from the proceeding, uh, from, from the fitting procedure, uh, considering uh, the T-stress uh, and without considering the T-stress. Of course, here you have convergence, here not. And uh, we try to compare the, uh, the ratio we got here with the analytically predicted. And as you can see here, actually, there is still uh, uh, a mismatch. So we are going to work about that. These are only preliminary results. And uh, here, finally, uh, we have the evolution of the K1 as a function of the temperature calculated for the maximum applied load. And uh, as you can see, increasing the temperature, you have actually a decreasing of the stress intensity factor. It's a toughening effect. And uh, um, another aspect is actually when you increase the temperature, uh, the gradient uh, is lower than the lower temperature. This is a very important result because actually we performed uh, experimental tests to calculate the toughness of the material at different operating temperature. This is the experimental results. And uh, for the linear elastic fracture mechanic, uh, when you increase the temperature, of course, you have an increasing of the maximum applied load and uh, the toughness tends to increase. But if you try to calculate this value with an analytical model, actually uh, you don't have effect uh, from the uh, temperature. And this is actually the, it's not the real toughness of the material. Uh, because uh, actually it should be something like that. Because uh, the constant value here is governed by the toughening effect of the stress intensity factor as a consequence of the clausius criterion law. In, uh, so, uh, uh, an increasing of the stress transformation. So, to conclude, 
we evaluated the effect of higher order terms in the William series, uh, the effect of uh, the temperature fracture properties of nickel alloy, and uh, the experimental results revealed that actually uh, nickel titanium alloy show an unusual fracture behavior negative as a consequence of the phase transformation. The DAC technique is suitable in investigating the fracture properties of the alloy starting from the displacement field, and the DAC and on estimating the effective fracture properties of the alloy. Uh, future work, we are going to perform high-resolution investigation uh, and, uh, in order even to evaluate the toughness of the material and investigate the effective elastic properties to consider the crack tip that actually is one of the most important uh, issues of this kind of alloy. Thank you.